Good morning, everyone. It is Monday morning. We've got ourselves a rainy and kind of chilled Monday morning. And uh, it's, let's see, it's the 12th, I think, yeah, the 12th of April. So um, back to back to what we were studying um, last week is I did a couple things in, in between over the weekend, but we might get to those some other time. But for this time is we're going to continue with um, what, what we're talking about, looking at people getting saved in the New Testament and what happened surrounding it. So a couple interesting things here. We're in Acts chapter 8. So, Acts chapter 8, there's interesting, so just if you remember, quick backstory is, um, Acts chapter 7 was Stephen getting stoned, um, Stephen saying, you know, um, you know, verse 60 of chapter 7, and he kneeled down and cried with a loud voice, Lord, lay not this sin to their charge, and when he had said this, he fell asleep. Just great account, kind of a terrible account, but also a great account. So, Let's see, Acts chapter 8. So it goes on. Saul is Saul is starting to wreak havoc in the church. Um, and um, verse 4 is really cool because it talks about, and for Saul, he made havoc in the church, entering into the houses, hauling out men and women, committing them to prison. And then verse 4 is a cool verse. Therefore, they were scattered abroad and went every, everywhere preaching the word. I think it's so cool. It's like, there's like, okay, yeah, we just, we're getting scattered. Doesn't mean we're going to stop what we're doing. We're still preaching the word which is pretty cool. So this is kind of an interesting account here in Acts 8. It's of Simon. I'm not going to read the whole thing. Um, I'm going to read bits and pieces, if, but I hope to pique your interest to, to look at it because it's, it's an interesting account. Um, so this is Philip. Philip goes down to Samaria and it, you know brings, he's getting scattered around and is preaching Christ. And he there's doing miracles. They're crying out unclean spirits. Um, them that are sick with the palsy, uh, the lame were healed. Then there's this guy, Simon, and we start to read about him in verse, um, well, after there's, there, Philip is doing these things, there's, there's great joy in the city because of this. But, okay, verse 9 is, let's see here, verse 9 is Simon. And, but there was a certain man called Simon, which before time was in the same city, used sorcery and bewitched the people of Samaria, giving out that himself was some great one. To whom they had all given heed, for lest, for the from the least to the greatest, saying, "This man has great power of God," and to him and to him they regarded, be, regarded, because that for a long time he had bewitched them with sorceries. And when they believed Philip's preachings and the things concerning the kingdom of God in the name of Jesus Christ, they were baptized, both men and women. Awesome. And Simon also believed and was baptized. He could. He continued with Philip and wondering and beholding the miracles and signs which were done. And the, when the apostles which were at Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the word of God, they sent to them Peter and John. So this is interesting here is, so Philip's preaching, the city's got this, this sorcerer guy and people come to know Jesus. Or let's say, how does it say it here? And they, which, um, and they were, and they believed Philip's preaching and, and concerning the kingdom of God in the name of Jesus Christ. And they were baptized, both men and women. So same with this Simon guy. Peter and John hear about it and they head up there. And when they come down, they prayed that they might receive the Holy Ghost. As for as of yet, it was fallen upon none of them. Only, only they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Now this is confusing to me. I haven't figured this out yet. Is So in the verse previously, it says they believed on it. They were baptized, but they hadn't received the Holy Ghost. How does that work? 
I'm not exactly sure. I kind of thought, and maybe I'm wrong in thinking this, is that when you believe, you truly believe, and you truly get saved, truly get born again, you receive the Holy Ghost. Maybe not. More maybe they weren't saved. Um, so I, I'm going to do some figuring on that sometime. But that's kind of an interesting one. I was like, hmm, why is that happening? And they laid their hands on them and they received the Holy Ghost. So it's interesting because it seems like they believed they just hadn't received the Holy Ghost yet. Peter and John prayed for them. They received the Holy Ghost. So that that doesn't quite make a ton of sense to me. Uh, I'm not sure exactly why, but I'll, I'll do some thinking on it. Verse 18. And when Simon saw that they the, saw through the laying hand of the apostles, the Holy Ghost was given. He offered them money saying, give me also this power that whomsoever I lay hands on may receive the Holy Ghost. Remember, this Simon guy has been doing this for years of bewitching the people uh, because he can make, you know, heal people because of his sorcery and bewitchedness or whatever it says. Yeah. But Peter saying unto him, thy money perish with thee because thou hast thought that the gift of God may be purchased with money. Thou hast neither part nor Apart nor lot in this matter, for thy heart is not right in the sight of God. Repent, therefore, that that this of thy wickedness, and pray, God, if perhaps he the thought of thine heart may be forgiven thee. For I perceive thou art in a gall of bitterness and the bond of iniquity. And Simon answered and said, Pray ye unto the Lord for me, that none of these things which ye have spoken come. So this is an interesting account because this Simon guy believed. It says back there in verse uh, 13, Simon believed. But then he sees the Holy Ghost and he wants this and tries to pay him off for it. And Peter's like, uh-uh, what are you trying to do? Paying off God's gift with money? You can't buy this. And Peter says that, he asks, tells him, you need to repent of the wickedness in thy heart because he perceives he has the gall of bitterness and the bonds of iniquity. Huh. That, that sounds to me that Simon did not get saved. Maybe I'm wrong in thinking that, but that's what it reads out to me. So, um, like I said, I need to do some more study on this and think about, kind of do some cross-referencing, maybe some word study on this to figure out, like, what exactly are they talking about here? Because this is, like I said, it's a little confusing, but there's some cool verses in it. Um, And, but verse 25, and they, when they heard the test, uh, when they had testified the preaching of the word of the Lord, returned to Jerusalem and preached the gospel in many villages of Samaria. So that's that. There, there's kind of the weird story of Acts chapter eight of Simon, and is he really saved? Is he really not? I'm not sure at this moment. Um, so I, I need to figure that out or attempt to give it some thought. But I thought it was cool. A couple of verses is that when Paul is making Saul is making havoc, preaching or scattering the broad the church, is they went everywhere preaching the word. And just like when uh, Peter and John are going back and forth with Mary here, is they they just wherever they're going, they're preaching Jesus. So that's that. Um, I'm out for today. We're way over five minutes because we get distracted sometimes. So hope you have a great day. Adios.